The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here's the news. A special exhibition focusing on China's manned space program has opened in the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. According to the China Manned Space Agency, it is the first time that the history and achievements of China's manned space development have been comprehensively and systematically shown to Hong Kong society through the exhibition. The display is held at two sites, namely the Hong Kong Museum of History and the Hong Kong Science Museum, showcasing various carrier rocket models including the Long March 2F, Long March 5B, and the new generation manned carrier rocket. Additionally, visitors can explore models of major flight components for future manned lunar landings, such as the new generation manned spacecraft and lunar lander. The latest video of Shenzhou-16 spacecraft's in-orbit ignition for its return to Earth, which was taken by the Shenzhou-17 crew, is also displayed. Over the past three decades, China's manned space program has achieved remarkable breakthroughs and mastered a series of crucial technologies since it was officially approved in 1992. The exhibition is open to all people in Hong Kong and Macau free of charge and will run until mid-February. You're listening to Special English. China's southern tech hub, Shenzhen, has become the latest city to introduce guidelines for minimum levels of physical activity in schools amid concerns over students' physical and mental health. According to the city's Education Bureau, starting January 1, 2024, all schools in Shenzhen providing 1st to ninth grade education will be required to provide one PE class every school day, while high schools to offer three classes each week. One class usually lasts around 45 minutes. The Education Bureau said 
that there is still a lack of understanding of physical education in schools in the city and the rate of good physical health among students needs to be improved, citing the increase of children with eyesight problems and chubby children. The Ministry of Education has pushed for schools across the country to improve physical education in recent years, with efforts including the elevation of the importance of P.E. in the high school entrance exam, also known as the Zhongkao. The Shenzhen Guidelines set a target of 99% of students passing the city's annual physical health test, with 70% rated excellent by 2025. Other cities have also introduced measures to improve PE in schools. On November 20th, the northwestern city of Xi'an announced that all primary and middle schools must provide students with one hour of on-campus physical exercise every day and a long recess period of no less than 30 minutes for students to do outdoor activities such as gymnastics and aerobic dance. This is Special English. An expressway with bridges or tunnels accounting for over 90% of its sections has opened linking southwest China's Chongqing municipality and Shanxi province in the northwest. The 48-kilometer expressway connects Wuxi County in Chongqing with Junping County in Shanxi. It is the first direct expressway connecting Chongqing with its northern neighbor, Shanxi. With 20 bridges and 11 tunnels, it is believed to boast one of the largest proportions of bridges and tunnels among the nation's expressways, making construction highly challenging. That is according to Chongqing's traffic bureau. The new expressway has a designed speed of 80 kilometers per hour and is expected to reduce road travel between the two counties from over three hours to less than an hour. Officials also hope the expressway by linking several scenic spots along its route 
will promote regional integration and the development of tourism. This is Special English. The Asian Development Bank has approved a 250 million US dollar loan to improve Indonesia's flood management capacity. The Manila-based bank said the financial project will help reduce flood risk in the northern coastal area of Java Island and strengthen the local community's social economic resilience. With an increasing population and assets in low-lying areas, Indonesia, particularly the northern coastal area of Java Island, which is a strategic economic corridor, is highly vulnerable to flooding and climate change. The project aims to operationalize flood risk management in the River Basin Territory in West and Central Java. It will help reduce the risk of flooding to 485,000 people as well as damages to crops and assets. The multilateral lender added that the project will also help reduce the exposure of economic centers to flood risks and traffic disruptions on the main road connecting Jakarta to East Java, ultimately benefiting the local and national economies. You're listening to Special English. We all enter this world with a universal greeting. <laughs> we then learn to speak. Though our languages, cultures, and traditions may differ, we still share one thing in common. We have hope for humanity and the world. General Railway Company Deutsche Director of the International Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. Join our global network to connect with the world. CGTN Radio. Hear the difference. You're listening to Special English. 40-year-old Chen Mo spends nearly one-third of a year on China's youngest volcanic island, Weizhou Island, keeping over six terabytes of photos and video footage of the endangered Brutus whales. Chen is an associate researcher from the Guangxi Academy of Sciences who has been studying the species in the waters near Weizhou Island since 2016. Chun and his fellow researchers identified about 10 members of the herd from 2016 to 2018 
and the number has now increased to nearly 50, referring to an expanding herd size. Chun and his team have observed the mating behaviors of adult whales and mother whales hunting with their babies for years in the area, drawing the conclusion that the island and its surrounding waters are one of the major hunting and breeding zones for the Brutus' whales. Weizhou Island sits in the Bay Bu Gulf, home to various endangered marine wildlife in southern China, while over 1,000 kilometers away from the Bay Bu Gulf lies the Gulf of Thailand, which boasts a well-preserved marine ecosystem and rich food sources, being another essential habitat of the whales. To jointly research and protect the Brutus whales, Chinese research institutes, including the Guangxi Academy of Sciences, have teamed up with the Department of Marine and Coastal Resources of Thailand, aiming to share information and resources. In 2019, joint field surveys were carried out in both sea areas near Weizhou Island and the Gulf of Thailand, heralding the start of the cooperation between Chinese researchers and their Thai counterparts in the studies of Brutus whales and other marine mammals. To maintain clean waters and preserve the island's ecological environment, in 2018, the Beihai Municipal Government of Guangxi issued a regulation to prohibit the use of disposable food containers, non-degradable plastic bags, and plastic films on Weizhou Island. A local resident, Lai Chaoyun, said that the garbage is collected from various homestays and hotels on the island before being sorted, packaged, and transferred outside. Lai added that about 62 tons of garbage are transported to the nearby Beihai City every day. Lai has also joined whale conservation in recent years, witnessing the increased awareness of whale conservation among island residents. Lai said that many residents on the island, including those businessmen, have voluntarily joined the local environmental protection campaigns, adding 
that the local tourism industry and homestay associations have advocated businesses not to provide disposable supplies to tourists to avoid generating more waste. Weizhou Island has recorded a more frequent presence of the rare whales in recent years. Due to its natural conditions and less disturbance caused by coastal economic activities, the Beibu Gulf has maintained a relatively good state of its ecological diversity. This is Special English. A 5,100-year-old dam, complete with a reservoir and spillway, has been identified as China's earliest known water conservancy project. The Xiongjialing Dam is part of the Chujialing Relics Site in Jingmen, in central China's Hubei province. It was initially built around 5,100 years ago on a tributary of the Qingmudang River and was later expanded in both height and width. That is according to Tao Yang with the Hubei Provincial Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology. The existing dam measures 2 meters in height and 180 meters in length. It has a reservoir to the east and an 8.5 hectare irrigation area to the west with the latter found to have hosted a prehistoric paddy. A spillway lies at the northern side of the reservoir, which allowed for discharge of excess water during flood seasons. According to He Nu, an archaeological researcher with Chinese Academy of Social Sciences. The design suggests that ancient people in the area had learned to harness water based on the landform rather than simply implementing measures to defend themselves against floods. The discovery of the dam is among the latest finds to shed light on the cradle of civilization along the midstream of the Yangtze River, China's longest waterway. This is Special English. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully.
A special exhibition focusing on China's manned space program has opened in the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. According to the China Manned Space Agency, it's the first time that the history and achievements of China's manned space development have been comprehensively and systematically shown to Hong Kong society through the exhibition. The display is held at two sites, namely the Hong Kong Museum of History and the Hong Kong Science Museum, showcasing various carrier rocket models, including the Long March 2F, Long March 5B, and the new generation manned carrier rocket. Additionally, visitors can explore models of major flight components for future manned lunar landings, such as the new generation manned spacecraft and lunar lander. The latest video of Shenzhou-16 spacecraft's in-orbit ignition for its return to Earth, which was taken by the Shenzhou-17 crew, is also displayed. Over the past three decades, China's manned space program has achieved remarkable breakthroughs and mastered a series of crucial technologies since it was officially approved in 1992. The exhibition is open to all people in Hong Kong and Macau free of charge and will run until mid-February. You're listening to Special English. 40-year-old Chun Mo spends nearly one-third of a year on China's youngest volcanic island, Weizhou Island, keeping over six terabytes of photos and video footage of the endangered Brutus whales. Chun is an associate researcher from the Guangxi Academy of Sciences who has been studying the species in the waters near Weizhou Island since 2016. Chun and his fellow researchers identified about 10 members of the herd from 2016 to 2018, and the number now has increased to nearly 50, referring to an expanding herd size. Chun and his team has observed the mating behaviors of adult whales and mother whales hunting with their babies for years in the area, drawing the conclusion that the island and its surrounding waters are one of the major hunting and breeding zones for the Brutus whales. Weizhou Island sits in the Beibu Gulf, home to various endangered marine wildlife in southern China, while over 1,000 kilometers away from the Beibu Gulf lies the Gulf of Thailand, which boasts a well-preserved marine ecosystem and rich food sources being another essential habitat of the whales. To jointly research and protect the Brutus whales, Chinese research institutes, including the Guangxi Academy of Sciences, have teamed up with the Department of Marine and Coastal Resources of Thailand, aiming to share information and resources. In 2019, joint field surveys were carried out on both sea areas near Weizhou Island and the Gulf of Thailand, heralding the start of the cooperation between Chinese researchers and their Thai counterparts in the studies of Brutus whales and other marine mammals. To maintain clean waters and preserve the island's ecological environment, in 2018, the Beihai Municipal Government of Guangxi issued a regulation to prohibit the use of disposable food containers, non-degradable plastic bags, and plastic films on Weizhou Island. A local resident, Lai Chaoyun, said that the garbage is collected from various homestays and hotels on the island before being sorted, packaged, and transferred outside. Lai added that about 62 tons of garbage are transported to the nearby Beihai city every day. Lai Chaoyun has also joined whale conservation in recent years, witnessing the increasing awareness of whale conservation among island residents. Lai said that many residents on the island, including those businessmen, have voluntarily joined the local environmental protection campaigns 
adding that the local tourism industry and home state associations have advocated businesses not to provide disposable supplies to tourists to avoid generating more waste. Weijo Island has recorded a more frequent presence of the rare whales in recent years. Due to its natural conditions and less disturbance caused by coastal economic activities, the Beibu Gulf has maintained a relatively good state of its ecological diversity. This is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.